Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. September 15, 2020. A papal encyclical. Perspectives from Ignatian Spirituality, and other stuff. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it, and have an awesome today. Would you? Hi. Good day. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. <clears throat> and then I got a weird thing in my throat. <laughs> Get a bubble so in your it throat. it sounded like I was throwing a It got weird. <laughs> I don't like it. But I am doing pretty good. Great. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Is that it? End of episode? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it is September the 15th. Indeed. Wow. I knew the date. You did know the date. I'm proud of you. Do you have any factoids about for today? I have one, but here's the thing. So yesterday, obviously, I got pretty spun up and rambled through a whole bunch of things that I'd found. Right? That was a lot of minutes. A lot of minutes. Yes. A lot of information. Mm-hmm. Who knows if any of it was true or not. Right. And I had assumed, because typically this is how things happen, I will have a glut of information, I will take it in, process, and... Then it may be days, mm-hmm. weeks, even before there's another, yeah, sure, another large intellectual meal for me to try ah, to ah yes, okay, get down my throat. Yeah, that's good. It's good energy. I like it. <laughs> you got to force it. Yep. it all, it's a lot at once. Yes. Um. So yeah, but today, unintentionally. There was just a whole lot more. You accidentally picked out again. I accidentally back to back the buffet line. <laughs> Got on my stretch pants. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was a lot. And so, I don't know. I mean, from a from a listener's perspective, uh, if you liked yesterday, good for you. There's more. Yay. If you hate when I talk a lot and Meg talks less, then skip the episode if you want. I, I mean, really. Um, but this is how our conversations go. They ebb and flow as to Definitely. who has 
more to contribute for the day. True fact. Um, I had actually found the bulk of this by mid-morning this morning. Came down, right. warned you. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess your life up this afternoon. I love it. Um, that, Bring it. That was not a sexual statement. It was not received <laughs> as such. No, chi- no charges were filed. It's okay. <laughs> um, I do have a small fact. Yes. Today is the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows. Mm-hmm. A very important feast day to me. I do tend to sway a little morbid, you know. I, I enjoy reminding our children constantly, memento mori, remember your death, remember that you'll die. I love the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows because it is such a... Sorrowful. Yes. <laughs> but it's such a powerful reminder of the fact that in this life we will have suffering. Yes. And that we have a comforter in the form not only of the Holy Spirit, but... But also on our bed. And on our bed. Clever. Mm-hmm. Clever wordplay. Little dad joke slipped in there. It, it was riotously hilarious. Anyway, I, I really, really... The Our Lady of Sorrows, that title for the Blessed Mother, uh, for the Blessed Virgin Mary, speaks to me so much because I offer that when, when people are going through a hard time... They've lost somebody, they're sick, there's some kind of painful situation. I often offer to them, I I tell them I'm going to ask for Our Lady of Sorrows to pray for us because I think it helps people remember that there is a um, good mama looking out for us and uh, wiping our tears and and praying that, you know, that we'll find our way in the midst of all that. I think that's probably one of the cooler things about... Catholicism specifically is viewing viewing God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the Blessed Mother, really bringing in this family perspective. Mm-hmm. And for all of us who have one or two or more flawed parents, step-parents, half-parents, uh, twice removed, all, yes. all the things, man, all the messes. Yeah. Who may struggle with an image of what's a what is this supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Whether I just need some health in my mind over it, or if I'm trying to be right. that myself, and I've not had the earthly example that we have that to fall back on. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So that was a mournful way, needlessly mournful way to start the episode. Cheers. Wow, sort of sad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I have three things, maybe. Definitely two, because you know twos. I like the twos. You like a two. Um, In terms of something absolutely affiliated with today. Yes. And I grabbed this. I looked at all the stuff. Yes. And I wasn't overly impressed with the bulk of what was out there. Plus, I knew I had this weighty stuff here. Sure, 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 sure. Um, But I did find one thing that actually applied, and I thought, huh, that's interesting. So, 1981. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Pope John Paul II yeah. publishes the encyclical Laborum Exorcens, or Exercising Labor, oh. in English. Okay. And I'm going to read, uh, what, here, one quote and then two large summarizations. It's a very, wow. These documents, I'm guessing that English may be... I don't know. I'm guessing. English may be the language of the shortest sentences. Mm. Because when you translate so often a lot of these writings, uh, papal writings over, there can literally be a half page.
page long sentence. Oh my. Yeah. And so this is a, you know, an encyclical in some instances can be a, a book right. practically. Yes. This isn't that long. It's definitely what I would consider to be a long letter written yes. to Catholics. And, uh, some of those really long sentences. So I did my best with the second two instances to kind of squeeze it down a little bit. Okay. It was some work. Okay. So I may not have done it accurately. My apologies to whoever may require one. To Pope St. John Paul II. Yes. Um, his, this first one, this is a quote. It says, It is true that man eats bread produced by the work of his hands. And this means not only the daily bread by which his body keeps alive, but also the bread of science and progress, civilization and culture. Mm -hmm. And as I read this, what immediately hit my mind was, as Waddles talks about us needing to feed, essentially pay attention to yes. body, mind and spirit That's to right. be working to advance those. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, the couple others here, uh, the divine instructions to mankind from God are to be fruitful. This is early Genesis. This is before the fall, all of that. The instructions are be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. And in subduing and dominating the earth, we are in fact in the image of God in those moments. Mm -hmm. um, and while the earth is this fragment of the universe that we inhabit, it is also understood as the whole of the visible world insofar as it comes within the range of our influence and our striving to satisfy our needs. This includes all resources which can be discovered and used for our ends. Yes. And again, viewing that in light of improvement, this world full of things. And I actually found this stuff after this next huge section that I'm going to go oh. through. And, and so maybe it makes more sense to... Put okay. them in that order eventually. Yeah. But the third summarization from that, we are destined for work and called to it. And by this must, must understand that work is for man and not man for work. Hmm. Work is not merchandise that the worker sells to the employer who is the possessor of capital. Work is for us that we may feed our body, mind, and soul. Participation is how we achieve fulfillment how we grow and how we improve and in a sense how we become more a human being wow that's strong yeah and it's really in a lot of ways antithetical to some beliefs in our culture in the sense that everybody's working for the weekend yeah and you get into your working years and you start setting your mind on retirement you you're looking for the times when you're not working right this is this is exactly in line with what we discussed yesterday right. where you know, you, you hopefully you're shooting to truly discover what you love, to let yourself love it, mm -hmm. and then to work to tie, well, to, yeah, tie your work into what that thing is. Right. Um, yeah. That, that then no longer is it an instance where my labor is merchandise. Right. Yeah. Because I'm improving through my labor, doing the thing I love. Exactly. That is some good and strong, strong stuff. Mm -hmm. I would like to read that whole encyclical, honestly. You should. Everyone should. It's not an easy read. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, if it were, how valuable might it be? Uh, I will add, he goes on throughout the length of it. And I think at least a portion of the reason he wrote it was to speak against... 
capitalism and the fashion mm -hmm. that it had begun to be practiced, had been practiced for some time, which, again, we alluded to yesterday with corporate America more or less instilling this mindset that your labor is is your merchandise and we're buying it from you and yeah. less dignity right. for, the, for the human. Of course. And fundamental to Catholic belief is the mm -hmm. dignity of the human person. And so, yes, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So this is fascinating to me because all of these notes, a couple pages, it's not overwhelming, but all of these things come from my daily exercises in Ignatian spirituality. This, they call it a retreat in daily life. The original Ignatian retreat was actually designed and you would go away into uh, seclusion for most of the day. You would spend some time yes. as a group back together, but it was a true retreat mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. daily life so that you could really yes. spend time focusing. This, you know, who's, who is that possible for now? Not a lot of people. Not many people that are not living a religious life. Right. And that's dedicated. been true for a time. And so a, a at least one priest, I feel like it was a handful potentially that ended up with work on this. They they designed this in a fashion so it could be daily, a portion of your day every day you're participating in this. And they do call a retreat in yes. daily life. Um, and with the hope, certainly, that everything that, that you took away from your small time of seclusion in your in your study that through the remainder of the day that that would not be gone it wouldn't be like you put the school books up and you're done right for the day but that you in throughout the rest of your day in your daily life you are seeing what what has been discussed right yes yeah um some of this is pretty fragmented that's often how i keep notes and and run through things it's just Traces of thoughts that matter. So okay. hang with me. You know, you know how this goes. I can hang. Um, and the, the title of, of this day specifically, or this handful of days uh, within a week, is the contemplation of the love of God. Okay. God's overwhelming love to inform and empower our lives going forward. Relying on the goods of creation only to the extent that they help us love God and others. Mm. This is a very repetitive Ignatian thought is detachment. Yes. Which doesn't mean disinterest. It right. doesn't mean not giving a damn. It means I could take or leave. I will gladly use. I won't cling to and weep and cry when it's gone. Mm -hmm. um, indifference. Yes. Stoic indifference, I might say. To a degree. Um, <laughs> let's see here. So this isn't merely imagining how God loves the others that we see, which I think is a an easy mindset to fall into when you're yes. trying to contemplate the love of God. You look at other people. Oh, God loves them. God loves them. God loves them. Right. Um, it's not merely that. Or even trying to imagine how he loves us, which is still a really, can be a really abstract practice. Mm -hmm. It is rather seeing everything that is in the world and recognizing both at the macro and micro levels that it was all created for us. It is under our dominion. It is here that we may use it to enjoy and improve and refine 
our body, mind, and spirit. Mm -hmm. Everything in creation is placed here as a tool for us. Mm -hmm. A statement made there in the, in the text, our hearts are aflame with generosity, freedom, and passion. And when we recognize, this is me shifting into trying to sort through, sure. when we recognize that all of creation is for us and that creation is ongoing, it follows that we cannot see or even begin to imagine the abundance that is here for us. It is an endless and ever-increasing amount, even infinite. If we know and believe that there is this abundance and that it is purposefully placed here specifically for us, we can be aflame with generosity, freedom, and passion. Yeah, that's good. We don't have to cling. We don't have to... Right. Right? Hoard and all of that. Wait, what are we aflame with again? What are the three words? Uh, generosity, freedom, and passion. Generosity, freedom, passion. Don't overlook passion. Passion is an important yes, thing. Yes, absolutely it is. Passion is risk. Mm. Passion is, is taking the chance, almost the certainty that it, you will at some point be hurt, but in exchange for being able to experience so much more deeply Yes. Of the good. Mm -hmm. Perhaps knowing, loving, and serving God, which is his desire, includes attempting dominion over the infinite abundance that he has placed at our disposal. Accept his gifts. Use them. Enjoy them. Be improved by them. Let him enjoy seeing our gracious reception. Let him enjoy seeing us enjoy and seeing us grow and create with the use of these tools. Feel free to interject to whatever, because otherwise I feel like I'm reading a speech in my seventh grade speech <laughs> class. And I should be more, more nervous than I am. You should, definitely. You should have some sweaty palms. The page should be shaking a yes, little. Yes, a little crack in my voice. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. Some people claim that the best gift you can give is the one that you desire most for yourself. Okay. And if that is true, God desperately wants us to, without guilt, shame, or reasons for not deserving, accept his gifts mm -hmm. and enjoy them, making great use of them, not hoarding, hiding, or loving them rather than him. And we do, and this is something I've wrestled with a lot, and I think even amongst folks that we would consider to be theological wizards, that there's a lot of confusion around whether or not we deserve right. things, right? And what we deserve. What we deserve, what we don't deserve, especially. Yeah. But I would, I would posit we deserve all of these gifts, and not because we did something to warrant them, but because God created them for us. They are ours because it is his desire for it to be so. All is because he loved us first. Yes. Recognition that all things are from God and for our use. We cannot fail to begin finding God in all things. Right. And this kind of, I feel like, echoes back to the opening chapters of mm -hmm. The Science of Getting Rich, where uh, Waddles is talking about how God wants us to use what he has given and created because he right. experiences. Right. Well, and, and to it, through us. Well, yeah. 
Think about with someone you love, and if you have kids, that's usually a pretty easy one to sub in here, but if not, just think about someone you love and you you got them a gift. You want them yes. to have it and use it exactly. and enjoy it and not be like, oh, I can't use it. I That would be I, sinful. Oh my gosh. Well, we had, I see that on two ends because we have a daughter who is a hoarder of good things. Mm-hmm. She likes to save them and save them and save them. And it does hurt my heart a little to be like, just use the good thing that we got yeah. you. Then on the other hand, use I, it, use it up, use it up. And guess what? That's the thing. She has this preoccupation with, well, when it's gone, will I get more? She has the true scarcity mindset. I'm sure she definitely she picked it up from us. She probably learned it from the neighbors. She's our oldest. Those bastards. <laughs> She's our oldest. <laughs> she has a lot of years of hearing our scarcity mindset come through, but that really is her concern. If I use it, if I eat all of this, she really likes to hoard sweet stuff, which drives her sister crazy. Mm-hmm. But if I eat this, then it'll be gone. Well, when will I get more? Is mm-hmm. her big concern and why she hoards things. Now, the twins, on the other hand, I've gotten some kinetic sand for Nico to start playing with because he loves, he's in that very toddlery stage of mm-hmm. liking to dig and move things around. Well, I bought it for Nico, but the twins have loved playing with it too. And so I come in there and I come in to where they're playing with it and they're just having a great time with it. They're building, they're imagining, they're having so much fun with this simple little product that's literally just, you know, sand that Mm -hmm. is kind of weird and magical. And it makes my heart so happy to walk in on them, playing with it, using it, enjoying it. You, you, I would just, I would say perhaps even feel loved when you see them reveling in that in the right way. Because likewise, uh, with some recent jostling of cell phone plans that we've done, buying a few new phones, everything gets passed down. Well, the the boys have have phones without phone reception because they like to get on the Wi-Fi and play games. And you try to interfere with that and and i heard across the house i heard a very disgruntled i'm trying to play my game yes it's brought and out in, some... yeah in that moment you mm-hmm. want to take the phone and put it in a pillowcase and beat the hell out of him with well, it well i mean well more theoretically theoretically right <laughs> no but seriously i hadn't thought about that but it does when when we give them something and then it turns their spirit greedy mm-hmm. and angry it definitely does make me be like you know what the phone has to go in timeout for a while you cannot right. handle this. which it really has to be I, I can't imagine what else it would be about other than a scarcity perspective like i have to play it all now yes exactly exactly mm-hmm. um one other to bring back one of those one statement uh and look at it again um Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Recognition that all things are from God and for our use, we cannot fail to begin finding God in all things. And that's, I mean, I mean that very literally to the point that if you know that this book, this specific book, Mm -hmm. that this was ultimately created for betterment of you, Mm -hmm. then you can look at that book with a joy and a thrill and a love and be, and have gratitude for this, this item, this thing, Mm -hmm. inanimate as it is, knowing that's, that is a gift. Yes. Yeah. And so it can be, Stuff like that. It could be a yard rake. It could be a yeah. sunset. It could be a vehicle. It could be literally mm-hmm. anything when you begin to appreciate that every one of these items was brought into creation for yeah. your use, for the betterment, for the enjoyment, for the everything. Yeah. That's pretty astounding. I often feel that way on morning walks when I get out the door on time and I happen to be walking and heading east as the sun is rising. I am filled with such thrill and gratitude. It and I know it's silly. I know the sun comes no, up around. It's not silly. Stop well, but, that. Okay, I understand on an intellectual level that the sun comes up around the world for everyone, not mm-hmm. just for me. But in those moments of getting to see the sunrise as I'm out on my walk, it does feel like a special gift of love delivered just to me. And is to get to enjoy? Isn't that the beauty of it? And I feel like either Jen Sincero or Waddles or somebody said this. That that is done for us every day. We do not have to fret about the rising of the sun. He's taken care of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That yeah. that concept alone is a a very warmth bringing idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we accept God's love, accepting all that He has given us as a gesture of it, this love overflows into the world we inhabit and into every part of our lives. Conversely, if we struggle or refuse to accept what he has given, we have not received his love. And having not received it, how could it then overflow from us or inhabit any part of our lives? Yeah, yeah, that's good. If you're wanting to know how to live and be a better person, accept the gifts of love. Right. And that allows you to be a sort of conduit Mm -hmm. of love. Setting aside guilts, shames. All that reasons. Yes. Um, Attentive to the presence of God and the manifestations of his love all around us, recognizing his generosity, it becomes natural to praise, love, and serve God and to help others and to live gratitude. Yes. It actually, yeah, the attentiveness is huge. Mm -hmm. And I think it's for those of us maybe who are in the earlier parts of this journey, for me, I feel like. The attentiveness is a process that happens throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So I might start out the day filled with thrill and delight over the sunrise. I come back in and, you know, uh, then I'm making breakfast and people are complaining about breakfast. And, you know, just like you get dragged back down into the daily life, but it's refocusing your attentiveness in that m- moment of daily life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's where you need a pillowcase and a handful of mobile phones. <laughs> Go to work. 
That's not how you do it? That's not how I do it now. Okay. Um, Blair. Okay. So then, almost in a, a prayer-like fashion, uh, thank God for so many gifts. My creation, redemption, the gifts particular to me, how much he has given of what he possesses and how he desires even to give himself. My response is to use, enjoy, and love what he has given, still loving the giver more than the gifts, using all that has been given so that in giving myself back, it is the best and ever improving version of myself. My gift to him being one that gets better every day. We become attached to no thing. <clears throat> because we're using all things to improve, no thing will forever remain adequate. Okay. We will outgrow it, mm -hmm. requiring something else for continued growth. Becoming attached prevents ongoing growth. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And so you would ask yourself, what are my particular abilities and strengths right now? And use them. Expect them to develop, expand, and increase. Know that this necessitates a greater acceptance of his gifts and that we can expectantly look for more and greater gifts with a willingness to let go of those that we have, that we might have two open hands to receive those that are making their way to us, realizing that whatever is required for our growth in this moment is also in this moment next to us, continually being replenished with more or replaced with what is next needed. Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot. That was my version of a papal encyclical where <sighs> I had a really long sentence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you need it again or are you good? Maybe read the, like the last part of that again. Okay. Know that this necessitates a greater acceptance of his gifts and that we can expectantly look for more and greater gifts with a willingness to let go of those we have, right. that we might have two open hands to receive those that are making their way towards us, realizing that whatever is required for our growth in this moment is also in this moment next to us, continually being replenished with more or replaced with what is next needed. That is so powerful, and I feel like that that really just stares a scarcity mindset right in the eye and just like stares it down. And really brings to the surface what the true concept of abundance is, yeah. why abundance is, why it exists, why it is for our actual growth mm -hmm. in this very limited time that we have right. on this planet. So that's really good. I'm glad I have you next to me because I'm going to make you send those notes to me so I can ponder and think on this a little bit more. I'll, I'll give you my, I did my finger typings and made these notes. I'll let you have the copy here if you want it. All non-digital. In the analog form. Yes. In these ways, heaven is here on earth. God is with us. In recognizing how something in creation is for us, for our enrichment and for our growth, then we see a glimpse of the divine in that thing. If it is something beautiful, we see God's beauty. If it's something that makes us stronger, we see his strength. Mm. If it's something that makes us compassionate, we see his compassion. If it's something that makes us laugh, we see his humor. If it's something that makes us better in any way, we see 
both his perfection in those same ways and his fatherly love and his facilitation of raising us children to learn to be more like him. He doesn't need all of these things. He's right. already there. Yeah. And so in order to bring us into alignment, into perfection, ultimately, mm -hmm. here's the things. Kids, yeah. have fun. <laughs> Stop hitting your brother. Yes. We don't touch each other there. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have some no. of those conversations for sure. If we choose to live small or choose stagnation instead of growth, what we require for growth in that moment is not more than we currently have. Mm. How could more come? Right, exactly. And this is what Waddles talks about too. Mm -hmm. You have to become, you have to live in a way mentally and in your in your mind and your thoughts and your actions that is bigger than your current place. It does not make Growing, any yes. yeah does not make any sense to expect any kind of growth if you're not already filling the place that you are in. Mm -hmm. It's just against the laws of nature right. for that to pos be possible. Justice, goodness, and mercy, any and every good virtue, they too are gifts for us. To receive them, we must, without shame, guilt, or reasons for not deserving, Make use of all things, seeing them as tools for learning, owning and living these virtues. Mm -hmm. Let gratitude permeate you and your prayers. It is freeing. It opens us up to receive, but also opens us up to giving what we have received so abundantly. We will ever be restless until we are free from guilt, shame, and reasons for not deserving. Until we receive and receive so much that we find ourselves um, utilized as a source of giving. Mm, yes. Yeah. And then I liked this. This is a, a quote, and I will butcher this poor good man's name. Uh, Pierre Teilhard de Chardin. Okay. Close enough, right? Yes. The day will come when after harnessing the space, the winds, the tides, gravitation, we shall harness for God the energies of love. And on that day, for the second time in the history of the world, man will have discovered fire. Oh, that makes me cry. Right? You're crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. You promised me I'd cry. I was like, hey, we're almost here. I'm not crying. And then, I got him this time. Damn it. <laughs> um, that is so beautiful and so powerful. So... To go back to the encyclical and to consider work yeah. and not define it by our own unsatisfactory experiences and definitions of what that word is, mm -hmm. to view our work as identification of what matches our desires. And our desires are there because there is unrecognized potential. There is... yes. There's growth there, right. and we know it in yes. our mind. We, we desire it, and it's good and holy and right to desire that growth. So get past the, the shames and guilts and reasons and accept yeah. these tools. It's not greed. Right. It's only greed if you refuse to let go of it. Right. Yeah, it's true. 
Use it. Mm -hmm. Use it until it's used up. That's fine, too. Oh, there's nothing left for the next person. There'll be another one mm -hmm. for them. There is no end to the supply. Right, 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 right. Yeah. That's dignity within what you're doing because it is about that in that instance, the work is for you and you are not for the work. You've right. not commoditized yourself and right. cheapened yourself as a form of labor prostitution. Right. Yeah. It really does all tie in together, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Now, the last group of things I've got here is all just relooking at chapter one of the science of getting rich. And okay. we don't have to do that here and now. Okay. If you want to talk about it more or something else or this or just lay down and cry, whatever, what do you want to do? Let's go let's go through it. Okay. So I, I went through with new eyes. Okay. Because there's new comprehension, new understanding. Yes. With new eyes I went through and looked at this chapter today and wrote, rewrote, restructured, kind of wrote things from the perspective of these these new perspectives. Okay. Um, I do like how he he writes somewhat consequentially. Mm -hmm. um, you know, well, if kind of if thening it, well, yeah. if this is true, then. Uh, and this is the case, then this must be true, and mm -hmm. this is the case. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that approach. Yes. It, it marries nicely with my own logic. Yes. Mind. Yes. Um, and so, if it is not, if this is true, he says it is not possible to live a complete life unless you are rich. And so, as he travels through it, then to say the development of talent and soul requires plenty of money. Development requires the use of things, and things cost money. The objective of all life is development. It is a right. <clears throat> Excuse me, I choked up there. It is a right. And to the degree that we have a right to all the development, we are capable of attaining. Mm -hmm. So the right to life is the right to development, which requires access to and use of things and to all the things necessary to the fullest mental, spiritual, and physical unfoldment. Yes. Not just, I got a little bit of development, and that's good. That was my portion. Right. I have a right to everything that I can possibly make use of to grow. We all do. Mm -hmm. So this then means it's ultimately a right to be rich since these things cost money. Yes. Which is, a, it's not a greed mindset, right? Mm -hmm. um, being rich is being dissatisfied or uncontented with anything less than what one is capable of using and enjoying. Anything less than all that can contribute to the power, elegance, beauty, and richness of life is a sin. Yeah. That's something to think about. It is. It's very different than the puritanical right. perspective yes. on things, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. When you own all you want for the living of all the life you are capable of living... This is rich. Mm -hmm. That's going to be defined different mm -hmm. for different people. Totally. It's what is your capability of development. Yeah. And I think that brings a whole new light into dignity in the workspace and what is a dignified job and what isn't. It's, it is if it's what you can contribute and do. To your fullest. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't take... You can't take somebody with with 
cognitive limitations mm -hmm. and drop them into the CEO position right. and, exp and that, and in fact, that's harmful to them. Right. Exactly. It's, it's damaging. That's not dignifying to them. Um, likewise, you can't take the most gifted of minds and hand them a toilet scrubber. Mm -hmm. You're, there's no utilization of their skills. Right. Of their natural gifting. Yeah. yeah. Nor development thereof. Right. Um, it is natural and correct to want to become all that you are capable of becoming. And success is becoming what you want to be. The desire for riches is the desire for a richer, fuller, and more abundant life, which makes it appropriate and perhaps necessary to want to be rich. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That word still is difficult to say. It's difficult. It's still it's cringy. Still, yes, it's so right? cringy. I wonder, yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if there's like another word that I would feel less squirmish. Squirmish? I think maybe squirmish? we just have to give ourselves permission to yeah. love the word. I think it's from decades and decades of feeling mm -hmm. like, number one, that word isn't for me. It's not for me. I'm just... Was, born into the middle class, you know, and right. then also disparaging negative connotation on top of that. Mm -hmm. Like, well, they're rich. Of course they can do that. Or, you know, what do you think it, we are rich? It, like <laughs> it may be a fair barometer for many things in life that when you can identify a word like that, that has so much controversy around it, mm -hmm. that most likely what that means is that's one that's deeply misunderstood. And if we can Ooh. find a way to understand it, we're going to, yeah. We're going to be ahead of the, the curve. Okay. I like that. We live for three motives, the body, the mind, and the soul. Each is of equal importance and none can compensate for another. Lacking in any one cuts life short of full expression. Purposeful denial of any part is wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Restatement of... <clears throat> What I've said a million times here recently, it feels like desire is possibility seeking expression or function seeking performance. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like the right way to view desire is recognizing that there is a lack of something that should be there. Yes. That's a great way to look at it. And for some people, including myself, maybe that unlocks your freedom to mm -hmm. fully explore what your desire is. If you can look at it and be like... Hey, if I don't explore and right. develop this desire, then that's actually depriving the world around me right. of this thing. That what if I'm the only one exactly. that could do that? Yeah. And I'm over here feeling guilty and making up reasons I don't deserve to pursue it. Right. That's powerful. Highest happiness is found. I love this section. Highest happiness is found in the bestowal of benefits on those we love. Love finding its most natural and spontaneous expression in giving. Mm. Having nothing to give, we cannot fulfill our place within family, society, or even just within ourselves. Full life is found through the use of physical things. The noblest and most necessary of all studies is that of getting rich. Neglecting it is to be derelict in duties to self, humanity, and God. Dang. Right? That's pretty strong right out the gate there, Mr. Waddles. And then the final one here, we can render no greater service to self, to others, or to God than to make the most of ourselves. That's good stuff. 
Put that on a t-shirt, you know what I mean? You have to be a long cut <laughs> t-shirt to get all the words on it. Yeah. Readable. Otherwise, people just stare at your chest inappropriately. Mm, yeah, that will happen. As, as I know. <laughs> well, if this is good, I'm going to be pondering this for a while. So. I've so enjoyed it. I feel like just an outpouring of, of intellectual development mental development yes which i'm appreciative of yes um i'd mentioned to you the other day i can't remember if i've stated this on camera that i had just come through kind of a glut of new understanding with the introduction of gratitude i had i was stepping into the shower which is where great thoughts often happen sure and i'm just i'm, I'm reeling over all of this new perspective and information and i was I, I almost said aloud to myself, you know, I really need a few days. I need some time to process this mm -hmm. and caught myself and said, no, you know what? I mean, I haven't we all spent what seems like months, years, even decades of our life waiting for the next piece of instruction, right? Waiting for the next piece of, of understanding yeah. on something. Why in the world? What I hope that this slows down so that I can think. Why don't I st instead have gratitude for it and faith that whatever it is exactly that I am supposed to retain from this right now will be retained and that I am capable of continued growth. Yes. So bring it on. Bring it on. I'll, I'll bounce off the bottom of the pool and hope to grab a breath of air, but keep pouring it on. Absolutely. And since we're talking about all of these things and the energy behind it, you think about energy, you don't want to stop the flow of energy. That's right. You know, you want to stay with that momentum. You want to, I feel like where you're in the flow, we want to stay in the flow. And I do think you're right that there is like a sort of scarcity mindset of like, well, if I think through all of this, then there'll be nothing left to discover, right. you know? Right. And, and who's, who's to say again, scarcity, who's to say I can't, Read the same material yes, again later. Because I keep rereading this and it just yeah. keeps being powerful. So, well, this was fantastic. I, like I said, I am deeply enjoying this. Yeah. And I hope, I hope that there are things here meaningful to other people. I hope that for anybody out there who has struggled, as we both evidently have, with shames, guilts, and reasons for not deserving and, and really forcing a, a weird sort of conservatism on ourselves around, oh, well, you know, you don't, you don't want to want and desire thing. No, desire is good. That this is a freeing, yes. empowering, yes. enlivening mm. thing. Yeah. Um, because only good can come from getting revved up and heading in the right direction. That's right. That's right. Okay. In theory. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That's everything? That's everything. Okay. Have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm all talked out. Pretend that I said something witty, and you enjoyed it immensely. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.